0: All right, here we go. Here we go. go, the go it's the Plank let Show the on the Wrap With Josh Helmer of Chris let Plank. The can, can I break the format here for just a moment, Josh? Good morning. How was your weekend?
1: It was good, my friend. How was yours? Good morning. It's great to see you. I did a lot. I did a lot. An action-packed weekend? It was, it was a lot. I, 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 I don't like it.
0: I didn't like it very much at all. But we'll, enough about me. Let me break format here. I'll, I'll get to my weekend that was coming up here in mere moments, Josh Helmer. The very first text to hit the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, at about 30 seconds before we hit the air, was this. Forget about the Dylan Gabriel versus Jackson Arnold thing. Doesn't matter. If we can't land a Nolan, a Hicks, a McKinley, etc. Those guys are what separates us from a natty. All major donors must see the bat signal and respond if we want number eight. Sucks, but that's where this thing is. And by the way, he's, um, he's talking about Solid defensive line talent is what he's talking about. D- perceived de- – now, Nolan, I guess, would be more – there was a little bit more action than there was perception. And I, I won't lie, I don't remember. I watched a couple Texas A&M games this year. I didn't hear Hicks' name called a lot. Uh, McKinley. The, who was the kid from Florida that entered the portal out of Owasso? McCle- um McClellan. McClellan. I don't, I don't think I disagree with that, Josh. I, I was sitting here and I saw it pop up and I thought to myself, I don't think that's wrong. Oklahoma's going to be fine at the quarterback position if the development continues and the skill. You know, there's just because you're a five-star doesn't mean that you're going to go out there and dominate. There's development that happens for every quarterback at every level every year. Um, and these guys work. I... I was talking about this weekend with uh, some friends of mine about the the cost of like a quarterback's coach. You know, just to kind of train these kids that are trying to get D1 scholarships and then when they graduate from high school and go on to college, the the, the people they work with during the offseason. Again, not not trying to dip too deep into the Dylan Gabriel and the transfer portal conversation yet. But the that's actually not a bad little point to bring up, right? Because we're going to see quarterbacks like crazy in the portal. It's just it's just starting. Last night, the portal opened at midnight. Kyle McCord, the starting quarterback for a team that you know, was the number one team in the country in the initial couple playoff rankings, right? The initial and the second one. And did not play all that great in the loss to Michigan. But was still the starting quarterback at Ohio State. is in the portal. Right, I mean, it's going to be crazy. Dylan Gabriel is in there, but is that the difference? Now, I'm not saying Oklahoma's getting in the portal or, or getting a quarterback, but that's where a lot of money is going to be spent to get guys. But for Oklahoma and for a majority of teams, is that not, is that not spot on? Go give me some dudes that can, that can get coached up by Todd Bates and Miguel Chavis and get after the quarterback. Oklahoma's had some success in the portal on the defensive line. And they've had some misses, too. But I, I agree with that text 100%. That's why I broke format, because I saw something where I wasn't mad and yelling at someone, where I looked at it and thought, dude's got a point. Ding, ding, ding. Dang,
1: ding, ding. Got to get some uh, big boys up front, both sides of the football.
0: Are you surprised to hear Dylan Gabriel's name in the portal, reportedly?
1: No. No, not, not at all. This was the uh, rumbling that you heard that uh, he was going to, whether it was follow Levy to Mississippi state, uh, did George story. I mean, wasn't it last week? He told us that Oregon, Florida state, I, there was some rumblings about mm-hmm. those programs. So no, it's, it's been out there that, and your head coach said as much that no, D- Dylan Gabriel's not going to be back next season. You need, Then the follow-up was, let's not totally close the door, but it was sort of widely assumed that Dylan Gabriel, whether it was the National Football League, professionally transferring somewhere else, he wasn't going to be in Norman next year. Now the interesting question is, is he playing in the bowl game?
0: Right. Is that going to be his farewell like it was for Caleb Williams, or is it time to start the new era? With a new offensive coordinator and get a quote-unquote preseason game in December, I choose the latter. Josh Helmer, we got to pay our tribute to Dylan Gabriel. No offense, D.G., but to me, if he's in the portal, if that's if these, and I have no, I haven't seen anything like the screenshot of the of, of the helmet and like an action shot and it's like Dear Sooner Nation, nothing but love. Oh, he, oh, he sp- tossed a statement out. Oh, did he? I haven't seen it yet. Pull it up for me real quick. I didn't realize it. I, Like I said, I came in and immediately hit the ground running. Why is our? Any- okay, there you go. Oh, that's close. Oh, it's close. The past two years here at OU, as a Sooner, I have made memories with friends and family that remind me how blessed I am. I have been able to play football for an amazing group of coaches and alongside men who become my brothers. More than anything... I've grown in faith and love. I appreciate and cherish these memories and relationships forever. Coach BV, my coaches and the football staff, I'm grateful for your care, knowledge and insight. Most of all, thanks for your faith in me and the opportunity to lead and be a member of OU's teams 128 and 129. So is there like, with
1: the uh, the big caption up top. Thank you Oklahoma.
0: Well, I mean, does that say anything about being in the portal?
1: No, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you've got uh,
0: I, am I a lot missing of reports something? out there Okay, I was just saying, am I missing something here, or is there another tweet that goes with this?
1: that That's why I say the interesting question is, will he play the bowl game or not? Right. And you tell me if uh, if you're Oregon or Florida State or whoever, or it's Mississippi state, and whatever that dollar figure may be, we've talked about the Matt rule figures, whether that's accurate or not, whatever. Whatever it may be, if you Oregon, Florida State, Mississippi State insert program here, do you want Dylan Gabriel playing in the ball game? Probably not. Hmm. if i'm if I'm attaching X, y z dollars to your name, come on down, be healthy, right.
0: When someone makes a smarmy response to something, I'm just going to tell you like it is. It pisses me off to no end. It's like for, and I and I love you Steve, but you have angered me to no end right now on Twitter. Because everyone's got their little hot takes about here's why the committee got it wrong. A thread, a spool. And and the, the the whole theory is they could have dropped Florida state as soon as Jordan Travis got hurt. They did. They did. The weekend Jordan Travis got hurt, Florida State fell out of the top four. So when you pop back with, maybe I'm crazy, but I swear they were fourth going into the weekend. No, you're making a point that's wrong. And I'm not here to defend the committee by any stretch of the imagination. But they, there had been sprinkles of this throughout. There, there
1: there, had been. You ever see the movie Sixth Sense, Josh? With- you know, b- believe it or not, I knew too much about that movie to ever sit down and watch it. Can I tell you something? I I
0: know the premise of the movie. I haven't seen it either. But everyone that's seen it tells me that throughout the movie, there's little Easter eggs and sprinkles that, like, if you watch it a second time, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, most married people that watch it, they're just used to it because, I mean, their wife would probably ignore them anyway, right? Bruce Willis getting ignored by his wife. No big deal. But to to me, Josh Helmer, I think the committee had been giving us little Easter eggs this whole time that if this was one of the scenarios that played out, this is going to happen. But the theory that, oh, they waited until this. No, no. They they had told us that they were going to do this. They had made this something that was out there.
1: Yeah. When they leapfrogged Washington above them.
0: Yeah. Anyway. More on that coming up here in just a bit. That That's coming up a little bit later on in the program. I don't want to – we've got the starting quarterback for the University of Oklahoma reportedly in the portal, and I, I think people should be feeling some sort of way about it. Now, your question is the one that I think we all ask, and it's a very simple one. Does he play in the bowl game? Do you want him to play in the bowl game? And Does that make me sound like a bad person if I'm sitting here and going, yeah, bon voyage, dude. Well, Appreciate everything you did. I'm ready to start this new era.
1: No, it doesn't. And let's just be transparent about it. I think that's what most of Sooner Nation will want. That's right. right. You, you want right. to see a uh, – you want to see an opening act right. from Jackson Arnold, where he can get his feet wet a little bit, and this program can get its feet set for 2024 in the SEC, and probably Dylan Gabriel understands all of that,
0: right? Oh, I think he absolutely does. This is very, in my opinion, this is very similar to what happened at TCU last year. Now, and again, oh, you didn't play in the national championship game, didn't make the playoffs, but. TCU felt like they had their quarterback succession plan in place, right? Chandler Morris, and then they had the freshman Hoover coming in, so those two could develop. And they're like, Max, you know, he, you you come back if you want. And Max Duggan decided, hey, I'm just going to turn pro instead of imagine what he could have made in the portal. He had another year of eligibility left too. Imagine what Max Duggan and and I and by the way, I was I did this the Fox Sports show last night with Kerry Rhodes, and we were joking about like going back to college and he's like, well, whenever I was in my fifth and final year of college, cause I redshirted and I needed four years to develop. He's like, I was done. He's like, I'm ready to, to go on with my life. And I asked him like, well, if, if you had, you know, maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars, actually, like, I was ready to go on with my life. I was ready. And some people are, and some people aren't. I would
1: probably say that's the minority.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree. But then again, this is Dylan Gabriel, who's been at two schools, will be entering a seventh year of college next year? Like there is this point, our sixth year, seventh year. Hey, irrelevant. Point is, I got no problem with him jumping in the portal. I think a majority of guys like him, and I brought this up with Toby, and we're going to talk about it a lot. I think it's a good business decision. I think it's a good business decision to go ahead and enter the portal before saying, hey, I'm turning pro, right? Yeah, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, yeah. Sixth year of college, sorry, that he'd be going into. I mean, I ran out of things that I wanted to learn about after four years in college. It's like, What more are you going to
1: study? By midway through that fifth year, you're like, ooh. God, this was a bad call.
0: What am I doing right it's now? It's time to be done. I don't really have any idea what's going on, right? But
1: for the right price, a sixth year sounds that eh, sounds okay by the
0: way I, y- yes I th- thank you to to Gunny and a couple of others that have sent screenshots of reports my point is in Dylan Gabriel's statement he doesn't say anything about going in the portal
1: well come on nobody releases uh, a post and actually says anything concrete in said post. I've uh, I got the uh, news I had alerts
0: on for a TV station that I that I didn't realize I had alerts on for that popped up onto my phone this morning about the Dylan Gabriel transfer shouldn't surprise anyone it's gonna be the lay of the land Oklahoma's got that succession plan at quarterback
1: good luck DG thank you
0: it if you could have him back for another year would you want him that's a debate the time will tell right I, I don't I don't think it's worth fighting that right now I don't think that's that's a pointless um Let's get mad about someone or something and and denigrate and just desecrate all over. Because literally, a fight like that becomes ugly.
1: And and right now, the answer is no. Right. Because you feel like.
0: But then there's there's the Dylan supporters that are like, look at the numbers. Then there is the Dylan haters. Trust me.
1: We see them on the text line that are like, it is time to move on. And the grass isn't always greener, as we know. We're hopeful for Jackson Arnold. There's plenty of reasons. Mm -hmm. Based on his track record coming in that he's going to be great, but that's not guaranteed. So if if Jackson Arnold isn't that, mm-hmm. then you're going to say, man, I wish we had gotten that one extra year. But probably everything will go swimmingly, and uh, Oklahoma fans will have a quarterback that can run and throw right. and, and open up and do some things that this offense was limited in some ways. As great as Dylan Gabriel was, Jackson Arnold adds some dimensions to, to this offense that, frankly, it just didn't have.
0: The Dylan Gabriel impact on Oklahoma will never truly be appreciated, I don't think. Because, A, Oklahoma didn't win a conference championship. They didn't make the playoffs. They played in an Alamo Bowl and a Cheez-It Bowl in the years that he was the starting quarterback. And I I don't truly think, Josh Helmer, that it will be appreciated for what it was. And I... I don't know if – is now the time for the corny soliloquy or do we wait until much, much later? Let's wait a couple weeks on that. Well, we'll get the dramatic music because I'm not trying to be uh, smarmy about it, right? I'm just saying if this dude doesn't choose to come to Oklahoma, these last couple years could have been a little bit more rough than sure. even we truly realize.
1: If you miss out on Jackson Dart and probably – I mean, oh, you would have gotten somebody out of the portal last year. Sure, they would have. But that first year, yeah, yeah, it could have been tough. Tougher than <laughs> tough was tough. Really tough. And and who knows? Who knows?
0: Because there's always a, yeah, but like you said,
1: maybe Jackson Dart comes in here and lights it up. Or after the spring, Oklahoma, probably there was going to be something that emerged for Oklahoma. But you know what? We, we didn't live that. And Dylan Gabriel was a big piece, early foundational piece of the Brent Venables era.
0: Do you think he's the best quarterback in the portal right now, or is it Kyle McCord?
1: I would rather have Gabriel.
0: Do you think he's the best quarterback in the portal, or would you rather have Cam Ward, Cameron Ward, the kid out of Washington State and Incarnate Word? I think I would still want Dylan Gabriel.
1: <laughs> Howard, you'd, you'd rather have Gabriel?
0: Yeah, I would. He's Riley gonna... Leonard? Now, that might be the one. I might, I, I might go to the mattresses for Leonard over Gabriel, but it would be a fight, right?
1: I think one of the – I like a lot of the things that Howard brings, but he's – I don't feel like he's as consistent of a thrower.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, we got to, uh, we got to stay on the clock today because there is a lot to get to on the show. So the, the text line is on fire, 405-651-3439. You can also pick up the phone and call us on the Riverwind Casino Jackpot line, which is 405-329-9000. And Twitter is a great way to get in touch with the show. At Josh on ref, at Plank Show. This is the home of Sooner fans. OU Optimist writes this. No one is offering you a million plus for a sixth year.
1: Correct. And I still might have done it. But... Uh, I think they might be, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think we say to you and I.
0: Oh, that's fair enough. I may, maybe was, I'm misreading that. But no one uh, was offering you a million. Oh, I think he's it, talking about me. Well, never mind. Oh, you optimist. That text sucked. Right, I was having to pay like a million dollars. I thought he was trying to be smarmy this morning. My uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My ready to attack antennas are up this mm-hmm. morning.
1: Understandably so.
0: Right. Right. Are you kidding me? I had a bye week for the Raiders this week. I don't have anything to be mad about. Usually that takes all my anger out on Sunday. Dylan Gabriel is reportedly in the portal. Now, he sent out an an incredibly worded statement. I went back and was reading it during the break. There is a line in there that leads me to believe that Dylan Gabriel spent a lot of time reading y'all's mentions on Twitter.com, Sooner Nation, you held me accountable and I am better for it. Whew. That's one way to put it. Who, who's our guy on the text line that always, I mean, literally was hating on Gabriel even after they won the Texas game? Should have taken a last-second drive. Should have been better. <laughs> like, literally, Jay sitting there right now going, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. But it is, I mean, usually you kind of let us know at the end of the statement, with all this said, I'd like to announce I'm entering the portal, but also leaving my NFL draft options open, right? Where was our with all that being said line? (laughs) That's almost as good as last year. Um, I was joking with an OU person uh, in administration. I, I was asking him, I think it was like Broyles and Braden Willis. It's like, why are they putting out statements about declaring for the NFL draft? Do they have any eligibility left? And the guy looked at me and he's like, no, I have no idea what they're doing. I have no idea what that's – this is like, well, he's – there could be some gray area here. And everyone's reporting that he's in the pan, in the portal, which is fine. I'm not doubting it. But it's just usually when you get these, it's it's like, oh, okay. What, what's, what's this mean? This is like when you um, – can I give another a relationship analogy? Whenever you ask someone, like, well, so are we are we breaking up? I mean, is are we going our separate directions? And the response is, I, I don't know. It's like, That's not really an answer, right? But you would have to assume with all the reporting out there that he is on his way into the transfer portal. I don't know if that means he's keeping NFL draft options open. You know, we I've joked about this. Well, I'm joked about it. I've laughed about this a lot because it was so dead on that the very first – text i ever got about the potential of dylan gabriel in the portal included jeff levy to mississippi state and that was by my man the pride of noble chris wilkerson because i i hadn't even thought of that but it might be in a situation josh where he might be in a price range or like a mississippi state could they be outbid it would be natural to go to mississippi state and help jeff levy launch things
1: yeah but it would be uh potentially more fruitful to go to Oregon or Florida state and when
0: was that George that brought that up the yeah. other day, Oregon, here's the, here's the teams that reportedly are red are going to get a quarterback, right? Oregon, Florida state, USC and Auburn. And the, again, I'm on team TJ with this one. I don't know how much of those reports are real about how much money is out there for those guys. I tend to believe it if if Matt Rule goes into a press conference and said it's going to cost us $2 million. I mean, that's basically telling the donors, you don't like my, my plan here at quarterback? I need $2 bucks. <laughs>
1: I need to go buy a kid. I take him at face value. I think it's I every bit of a, a million 1.5. Maybe he overshot it just a little bit to say, hey, we got to ratchet, ratchet this thing up. But I don't think he's just going in there and guys are getting a quarter of a million and he's saying, hey, we need two. Right. So I think that that's around the ballpark for what a signature transfer portal quarterback is probably, probably garnering. No, I agree. I agree. But the especially thing- like you look up and you see what a Bo Nix does at Oregon, right? A Michael Penix jr. What he did at Washington. And, and you think about, okay, this could be transformative mm-hmm. for us. And and I know it didn't totally work out that way for Oklahoma, but Dylan Gabriel was incredibly productive for the Sooners. And as you pointed out earlier, this story could have been written much differently, especially in year one, if you didn't have Dylan Gabriel. So with all of that out there, yeah, I mean, teams, they're going to pay to go get the most important position. Isn't it? Isn't it nice? And I, Oklahoma
0: does need a little bit more depth in that quarterback room from an experience perspective. I wonder, I wonder who they might look at. Or are they just going to roll with Davis Bevel as the backup and then Michael Hawkins as an emergency plan next year in hopes that Jackson Arnold can stay healthy? I, I, I don't know. This isn't, this isn't really about Oklahoma's quarterback room right now because we all feel very confident in Jackson Arnold's ability. This is more whenever you're talking about Oklahoma, right, Josh? All right, what does the bowl game look like? What does August 28th against Arizona look like? I would – Me personally, I was all about, like, the Jackson-Arnold launch. Even before Dylan Gabriel announced whatever he did or didn't announce, right? Which everyone is assuming is in the portal. And I think they're right. Kyle McCord, Riley Leonard, DJ Uyunglele.
1: I totally forgot he jumped in.
0: Yeah, it's okay to forget that he's in there. (laughs) DJ. Come to the 918, man. Come play for Kevin Wilson. Get, get you a shot there. I kid and you not. Away.
1: I know he's not going to come here. That would be a That'd solid be a good backup. Thing.
0: Yeah, it really would. Now, is he ready to accept that no. that's going to be his plight? Probably not. Probably not. So I'm fascinated. I'm absolutely fascinated. In the end, I'm not mad. I haven't seen a lot of anger. I think there's appreciation for what Dylan Gabriel did as an Oklahoma Sooner. But I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I'm over-the-moon pumped to see what JFA can be, to be honest with you. I mean, over-the-moon pumped.
1: And if he starts in the bowl game, he can go ahead and... A. With a good performance, he can really crank up the excitement meter for 2024. And you know what?
0: It's pretty up there already for me.
1: You almost You almost have to operate where... Jackson Arnold gets this start because if Jackson Arnold goes out and plays great, well, now all of a sudden you're a more attractive landing spot out of the transfer portal, both uh, in the intermediate and in the spring. And, oh, by the way, maybe that signing class, uh, if there's a late spring name or two, I know generally speaking it's early signing period, but if there's one or two names out there, you can make yourself a more attractive destination if Jackson Arnold goes out, plays great in this bowl game.
0: In other words, when does the portal close? Does it close the uh,
1: second week of January? And guess what? There's another opening right, right around the
0: corner for it. Hold on. I want to get this right before we break. Portal windows for college football. And don't you be tweeting because I'm going to get here first. The 30-day um, December 4th, 2023 to January 2nd.
1: So, so just after their bowl game would be played. That that part makes it yeah a little challenging. But still, still, they're shuffling in the spring though. There is.
0: Oh, that's really good, by the way, from uh, from Sugar Shane. I actually agree. I think I think Casey Thompson here as a backup would be great. I think Casey wants to go somewhere and play though, but he'd be great as a backup. You want to talk about a veteran coming in, serving as a as just a. In case uh, In case of emergency break glass guy, back to where we thought it might start for him.
1: It'd be a heck of a story, too, if called upon to start a game. I will never, ever forget
0: his embrace with Brent Venables after the OU Nebraska game yesterday. Uh, last year. not. This <laughs> I was just going to let you play. roll. I'm sorry. Like yesterday. I'm well, not a correct kind of person. Yesterday? Yesterday. No, please correct me. I'd rather get corrected than say it wrong. Um, but the the game two years ago in Lincoln, uh, Casey Thompson made it a point to come find coach. Made it a point to come find him. After he did. It was, that's awesome. It was really cool. So that's actually not a bad thing. All right, quick break. Quick break. When we come back, let's start rolling through these texts. We got uh, a myriad of topics to get to, and we've only hit one. Dylan Gabriel has announced essentially that his time at OU is over, reports that he's in the portal. Not Nothing yet about maybe keeping NFL draft options open, but he joins a very, very long list of attractive quarterback candidates in the portal, including Ohio State starter Kyle McCord, who entered the portal this morning. Also, we haven't talked about OU getting snubbed by the New Year's Day six polls. We haven't talked about Florida State getting snubbed, period. And I have... Um, I'm going to have a segment at 10 a.m. called Fact from Fiction because some of my favorite mistakes are constantly being made. Like the guy who did the radio show before me last night blaming the NCAA for leaving Florida
1: State out, and I'm like, They had nothing to do with this. I
0: I understand that I'm going to get mad at the casuals in that conversation, but, I mean. Just a, a little, little, little bit of research would help you out on that. Just the slide. We'll dive into it coming up next, right here on the ref. So, a funny story. Steelman shows you the commitment he has to his show. He's not on for another two hours and twenty minutes, and he's already here. Friday show. We were live from Riverwind, and thanks to Justin and the and it was Christine and the crew out there. Awesome, awesome time. But I even went and I had I had a little time on Friday after the show, so I haven't seen some of the renovations. Uh, so I walked around, looked, checked. The OTB is really cool that they've added in the poker room. I think it's it's an additional thing, right? So I was just kind of giving it a little bit of a walk, but I had I had lost my favorite pen, and I was telling Steelman that I, I don't know it had dropped somewhere by the table, and I was crawling around. Security's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "No, I gotta find this pen." <laughs> and so I just tapped out. I was like, "It's gone." Sealy just delivered it. He's like, this is Oh, the you found he it. Found it. I was so happy. How no about idea. that? And if it would have been left there, and if if like, I don't know, was Ted there on Friday? Ted would have just probably He away. was yeah. there. What uh so the off-track betting area is pretty cool? It's in the poker room. It's not big. There's not a ton of room, but it's really cool. I mean, nice.
1: they they did a nice so job. So it's with uh that. first floor behind those doors. That's right.
0: Correct. Josh will actually we got a um, you got. We got a unique schedule on Friday because you're going on vacation this week, right? Next, oh, week. next week. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Next week. Um, I am going to be coming to you live from Boston on Friday for if, a uh, of the portion of the show. If
1: for some reason we need like a Saturday morning New York Rangers Anaheim Ducks update, I can provide that for you. Oh, is
0: that where you're going?
1: Are you go? Are you going to watch the Rangers and the Ducks? On Friday. We're going to New York City, but- uh, Have you been before? Never been.
0: That's a dump, but you're going to have a good time, man. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. The concrete jungle. It's an absolute dump. But I th- I'll i tell
0: you what, whenever I went, I was walking down the streets. I had that big city feel. I was like, oh, look at this place. This is, I'm a new- walking down New York. That'll be fun, man. Bodacious. You'll have a blast. Do you want to hit some of these uh, texts here? early on. I would love
1: to talk to the people.
0: Uh let's see here. Who seem
1: overjoyed that uh, Dylan Gabriel is leaving.
0: I did have to uh I did have to laugh at this one. Uh Scary Gary writes, even though he was kicked, not pushed, kicked out the door, could you imagine the outrage if Dylan Gabriel were to go to USC? That might anger me a bit. Yeah, it's funny. Here's USC who we all thought had the next great thing at quarterback, and who is Malachi Nelson that was supposed to be next after Caleb Williams. Air apparent. Right, and all the rumor is well, you know, USC might be in
1: the market for a quarterback here right now. So, do you think he's just not been as good as they expected? I mean, it's got to be that, right?
0: I think Lincoln also knows he's got to win. I think he knows that. You know, when I sent out a couple weeks ago the next coach to get fired, and it was Lincoln Riley with the best odds, they weren't necessarily thinking anything would happen with any other coaches that people would care to gamble on between now and the start of next year, their thought was at the start of the year, he going to be on the hot seat. What does their schedule look like next year? Oh, it's a beast. It's a beast. They're in the, they're in the big 10 next year. (laughs) They don't get the, they get to play. Oh, there it is. You got it. They get to play Washington. They get to play Michigan. They've got Wisconsin at home which, okay yeah boy and they, they've, and they got uh Penn State. oh I'm sorry, they've got to go to Michigan. they got <laughs> they've they got go, to go to Minnesota in October,
1: Josh. yeah I can't wait. that'll be great. Uh, they, they did uh they did kind of give them the easy end there where they get uh, road yeah. trips to Washington and UCLA in uh, so late November. but I want to uh,
0: say they've got a big non-conference game too next year. I want to say they play a tough game early. But the, the point more than anything else is, yeah, I, I agree with I agree with the texter. That dude, uh, Dylan Gabriel, ends up at USC. Suddenly, y'all are going to be in your feels about it. after a majority of your like, Good rinse.
1: Michigan, Penn State, Washington, all on the schedule. Does, uh, but Washington probably won't be as good.
0: Uh, OU Optimist, any idea how many open scholarships OU has for portal players? Um, well, I mean, at least two right now, <laughs>
1: but three, four, how many are in the portal right now? I am once again asking the <laughs> ref army text line to please send the scholarship calculator. <laughs> I, I've been campaigning for it. Just wherever yeah. it's at, send yeah, it build in. It. Let's what, build it. what are the updated numbers? What are we working with? Because I don't right. know. That's a great question.
0: And, and you don't know, like for instance, in the portal so far for Oklahoma, I'm going to leave someone out, and we're going to get yelled at. But I'm just just—I'm going to write this down so I won't forget. I'm going to have a little card that I'm going to keep in the studio. I'm going to call it Portal. And we'll put the Oklahoma guys that are in there. So you ready? Transfer Portal Tracker. Here we go. DJ Graham. Jason Llewellyn. Okay. Right? Yep. Nate Anderson just entered the portal. Um, we believe Dylan Gabriel is. I'm leaving someone out. Tawi Walker. Those are the five names so far so there and there might be some that you don't expect.
1: keep in Who mind, Tawi, not a scholar wasn't a scholarship
0: guy. guy either, but that's my should I should I bring back the Google Doc that I, magically disappeared? I think we have to. Here we go. Who'd I leave out? Oh Sean's got uh, okay, okay but I don't know I don't I, I don't know exactly whom else could be jumping in there. I think another running back's going to be in
1: and probably. We,
0: And I think we're going to sweat a couple of NFL decisions with Stutzman and Bowman.
1: Who might come back? Because I think Stutzman and Bowman will both leave. You think
0: they're both gone?
1: Unfortunately. But Guyton, we think, right?
0: I think Guyton's gone.
1: Gone. Yeah. Uh, Who else would be on that? Okay, they might stay. They might go. I think that's
0: it, isn't it? Andrew Anthony? Coming off the I injury, I think, think he's, he's coming staying, back. Right? I think he's coming back, but you know, Farouk, we've had, we've heard through these processes before, where a player is going through injury rehab, and he's had the intent of coming back the whole way, but then at some point, it's like, you know, I'm just going to turn pro. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to go take my chances, and if I can't play here, I'll build up through the CFL or now whatever the XFL, USFL is going to be. We'll see. I, I don't know. I'm not trying to immediately rubber stamp anyone I don't know about Farouk I haven't heard
1: anything he went through senior day ceremonies I don't know which you know Anthony Farouk those types of guys probably there's the retention NIL factor there right Mm -hmm. but it's not a it's not a quarterback value you wouldn't think right so maybe I guess what I'm saying is it makes you more likely to say "Eh, let's just Let me just move on to the next phase of my life. Right, right, exactly. Um, But you could make more money if you come back and play grade.
0: Yeah, uh, here's here's a couple of – yeah, I got Llewellyn on here on my list. Thanks, guys. Here's a couple of other quick texts before we break. Scary Gary writes, y'all acting like (laughs) – y'all acting is a great way to start a text. Y'all acting like he's not going to be just taking some PE classes or sports science. (laughs) Well, that's my joke whenever I hear – Whenever I hear a guy like Casey Thompson, it's like, how many degrees does this guy have? Uh, maybe the text of the day from Jesse G. My daughter was a freshman at Newcastle High School when Casey was a senior. She'll be a senior at OU next year. It's wild that he still has any eligibility left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that is pretty incredible. <laughs> Sean, Casey
0: Thompson would have been to, what, five schools? How is that working academically? How is it all transferred? I'm a, Whenever I was in college – one of my best friends that became one of my better friends in college had transferred from another school to Tulsa. And the biggest fight he had was making sure that all of his credits and things had transferred. And it was a fight. Never hear that. (laughs) Never hear that of the transfer portal or anything. Do you? It's like, what about the academic side of this? You shut your mouth. All of those credits will transfer from LSU to Oklahoma. You shut your mouth. Uh, all right, when was the last time, too, a guy was ruled academically ineligible? I don't know. Think about the last time whenever you've been watching a college football game and it's like, oh, well, here's
1: uh, LSU's without their star wide receiver. Honestly, Which- it's interesting you say LSU because – I think that might be the last one. <laughs> well, like Angel Reese, there were some rumblings that – Oh, is that what the rumor was there? But, yeah, generally speaking, I'm with you. I, I can't think of it. <laughs> we we had somebody here though, didn't we? That had the Marcus ac- Major, yeah, ha- had academic issues allegedly,
0: and, reportedly, right?
1: R- yeah, I guess it was never totally confirmed. Maybe
0: that's part of it too. Now, maybe we don't hear about it because we can't offend anybody by pointing out that they're not doing good at school, which would not surprise me in the least. It's like why is uh why is Josh Helmer not here? And you're academically ineligible, and the coach is like, well, he's a. Uh, Going through some personal he's, he's, issues. He's, yeah, he's got a leg thing that we're working through. <laughs> all right, always, quick break. Again, the big news of the day, Dylan Gabriel in the portal. Uh, bigger news, Oklahoma, Arizona in the Alamo Bowl. And maybe the, of course, biggest news, 14 playoff is set. We'll dive into it all on a busy Monday here on The Ref. Uh, so, again, I I agree with Brad in Bartlesville. He writes, man, every time you say Dylan Gabriel entered the transfer portal, it's hard to hear. Yeah, I, I mean, it is, right? But, you know, Frisco Sooner, I, I think he's been paying attention. I think he knows the language I've been speaking. It's, it's probably more financial benefic- financially beneficial if you're going to be a pick outside the top 100, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round, to just enter the portal and see what you can get there. It's a difference of one and a half to two million on the spot, potentially, right, to 500K guaranteed, right? I mean, it sounds good. It's a four-year, $4 million contract. I'm like, sign me up. But when it's only 500K guaranteed and you could maybe make double that, if not – I don't want to say triple that, but maybe in the portal, why not? I think most of this with the quarterback talk is real too. I don't don't think a lot of those are made-up monies. Uh, Here was one from earlier.
1: It's definitely – I would say seven figures for the best.
0: He brought up a funny story during the break. Like Matt Rule up there, poor mouth, and he's like, "You know, we got to pay one point five to two million dollars." Meanwhile, they were like
1: beating their chest about their great NIL all, deals. All you heard was how much money Nebraska was spending in NIL, and, and what has it gotten them? Exactly. I mean, they're not landing blue chip guys. I don't know what's going on up there. Yeah, there was. Uh, oh, here you go. The three one zero.
0: Look at Cali up early with us this morning. DG had NIL deals with Evo Shield, Sonic, Edition Financial, Old Spice, Rock'em Socks, and Tops. One article estimated the contracts are in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's your NIL deal. The, that's your name. These these collective, I don't know if you want to call them contracts or whatever, they're beyond this. In fact, I don't even, I, I've got it. There, there was a guy that I follow on Twitter. The key, he's like, we need to quit calling these NIL deals. What that texter brought up, those are NIL deals. What we're talking about with what you would get, those are, are signing NIL. bonus. This is a signing bonus, yeah. man. These aren't NIL deals. A transfer it's, bonus. It's a pay for play, which, again, it just call it like it is. But So when we say NIL, you're 100% right. It's probably a bit of an antiquated term to describe what's going on here. All right, we'll pause in the roster construction slash Dylan Gabriel conversation to dive into the decision by the selection committee to leave out Florida State. And then in that, the this the just wild decision that dropped Oklahoma to the Alamo Bowl. It's all coming up on a busy Monday edition of the Plank Show. Hour one brought to you by Van Hoos Fence, VHFence.com.